We are live with the guru. Good morning. It's Friday. It's you know we're heading into the weekend here. It's time to build your business on the weekend because it's showing time. It's game on. It's the first day of a realtor's week. It's Friday morning. All right, let's get going here. We're talking about one of the difficult things. You know, none of us like to deal with this topic because it's day sleepers. And we're all like, oh no, whether we are the listing agent or we are the buyer's agent, it doesn't matter because day sleepers are hard to deal with. I mean, what do you do with a day sleeper? They either work all night long or they've got other shift work going on. You know, what do we do with that? Well, there's something you can do with it. We can handle this. It's all about planning. It's all about putting together the schedule. It's all about being specific and appointing times that actually work with your client, whether it's your buyer or the seller. But if it's a day sleeper, it's going to be different. It's simply going to be different, but it can work. You don't have to avoid the houses that are day sleepers. Some people say, oh, well, I just, I do everything possible to avoid the houses that are day sleepers. No, that with the lowest inventory in recorded history, can you afford to avoid to avoid any house that's out there? I would say not. You can't avoid anything. There's almost no inventory. We have such low inventory. I was taking a look at an analysis just yesterday in the Gresham, Oregon area, that if I needed a three-bedroom, two-bath home in, in southern Gresham area that would be VA approved, we were down to like two. We, we had almost nothing available. It's just this incredible low inventory. So if it says day sleepers, I'm going to work with it. I'm going to make it happen for my client, and we're going to take this thing apart right after this. So, Rod, how can a cup of coffee improve my career in real estate? Well, one cup of coffee is how we start our mornings, and it's not a stranger in real estate. We have coffee with our clients all the time. Even bigger than that, we can sit down with one cup of coffee, talk about your goals, make your business bigger, and push you to heights that you can't even believe. That's right. And I'll tell you, working for Rod and I, you can be pushed because he's a workhorse. I love real estate, and I want to share my passion with building your career in real estate as soon as we can pour the next cup of coffee. So how about a cup of coffee with us? I look forward to having a cup of coffee with you and having a discussion of a career change as soon as possible. Thank you. The Guru is back with Day Sleepers. Okay, here we go. Grab your cup of coffee. You know, it's exactly what you'll be asking your clients to do when you say you've got a day sleeper situation. Can you grab a cup of coffee over there? Can you stay up for this? What is going on? I mean, day sleepers, this is tough. Day sleepers, first of all, they've got a tough schedule often. There, for many, many years when I was young, I did all, I worked all night long. I went in at either 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. and worked. Around. Of course, I was working for a family business, so I didn't get to work that eight-and-a-half-hour shift or something like that. I, I We went in at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., and, you know, along about 8 a.m., we, we, my dad and I started getting done. 
Okay. Which made it difficult. I always personally slept a split shift. I was tired, so I went home right away and, and slept a little while. And then I got up, enjoyed the afternoon and the sunshine and all that wonderful stuff. And then I'd go back to bed again later on. But it didn't have to be that way. I would accommodate what was going on in my life. And people that are day sleepers are great accommodators often, if possible, because they know the rest of the world is doing something different from them. Okay, let's move it on over to babies and work from homers. Can I say that? Homers? Is that? Is that <laughs> I'm not sure if, that, if that's a term I can use now. Anyway, babies and work from homers. So these are, are often similar in a way that you don't really think about. So I'm combining babies and work from homers now. Who would think, you know, that these two categories would actually come together for us? But babies and work from homers, often a similar category. So you might ask, why would you be saying babies and work from homers are similar? Well, for those of you who have babies, you and, and if you're working from home, you know, because it's shift work. The baby's asleep at this moment, but it's going to be awake later. In work from homers, you're busy in a conference call at this moment, but you've got time to let someone else in. We had a listing just recently that the person said, I work from home, so you, you can show the house anytime but not the office I work all day long. I don't care when you come and go. I just don't care. I'm in the office and it's okay. And you're going to have to show them pictures of the office. And I've got a, a poster on the on the door out there saying, don't come in, don't bother me. They're in conferences off and on all day long. If she, if she knew about it and could accommodate to let someone peek in, she would. But it was just another bedroom. And there was a bedroom across the hall that was basically identical. We had no problem with this listing. No, I mean, people, of course, eventually wanted to peek in. But since there was a bedroom across the hall that was essentially the identical piece to this, no big deal. Now, babies, babies sleep in shifts. Nobody wants to wake up the baby. <laughs> Particularly if you're trying to work from home and you have a baby, which is common right now. I mean, coming out of this pandemic, we have more workers from home than probably ever before in modern history. I would love to see some stats on this. Do you know what, what are the stats for? But I think probably the likelihood of here is we have more workers from home in modern history than ever in, in this modern time. It's amazing what's going on. I don't believe that we're ever going back to what it was. Do we ever really go back? I mean, come on. Do we ever really go back to any? No, we move on. We take on new skills. We readjust just like schools are readjusting now. It's not ever going to be a situation that we truly completely go back. It's going to be a hybrid. There's going to be a variety of things out there. And that's okay. Because we move on to better things in life. Let me sip my coffee here. So let's slow it down here a little bit. There's a big question that we have to ask coming out of the gate. We have to ask that question. Why are they day sleepers? And we're not making fun of anybody. We're not trying to peel their life apart. 
but it is important to know why someone is a day sleeper because it's the why that will enlighten you as to how you can actually interact with them. So if they are working all night long, let's say they go to work at 10 p.m. and they get off at 7 a.m. So they are a true night shift worker. They're not swing because some people, you know, they're partially day sleepers because they're a swing shift. But if you're working from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., you are what I would call the true night shift. You are working all night and you're going to come home and you're going to want to sleep for a while. For those people, knowing their schedule is imperative. For most of those people, planning late afternoon or evening showings is probably going to work. But for some of them, they might be willing to say, well, you know what? If I know you're coming, I'll plan my sleep. I'll work all night long and I'll stay up a little longer for some morning showings. But nobody can go without sleep completely. So be aware of this. Now, some people are willing to be in a bedroom and just put a note on the door and say, you're welcome to see, see the house. I'm in here sleeping. Try, try to be as quiet as possible. And that, that's okay. Now, I've had some, and you probably have had some clients that are uncomfortable with that. I don't know why. I wouldn't be uncomfortable with it. They're simply in a room sleeping. Leave them alone. If you're interested in the house, it's simply one more bedroom and you can deal with that bedroom after an offer is submitted. Most of the time, that's fine. So you, knowing the reason. Now, another reason is, is health an issue. Is health an issue? Are there health concerns that they can't sleep? normal night hours or there's some insomnia problems or there's other health issues going on. So you're not going to go around spreading these reasons, but as the listing broker, you might want to put in there as to when the best times are. So you want to negotiate times with your client as to what might work. So work shifts, health, babies, work from homers, these are all different conditions that can be worked around, but you have to know what you're working around. So sitting down and having that wonderful conversation, so you are, you know, getting involved in a relationship. Remember, this, this business is all about creating a relationship because you want that return business coming back around at you. In just a few years, you want that return business because the return business is gonna be in referrals. It also might be these people saying, you know what, we need a different house. We're simply, our job has moved on or our kids need to go somewhere else. There's a plethora of reasons that people in a short few years can buy a house and say, you know what, I'm moving somewhere else. I need to go, and you're the one. You've stayed in contact with me. We have a relationship. We built this together. Let's now build the next one together. But that is staying in front of your client and in front of their needs and understanding. Hey, real quick here. I would love it if on a Friday, if you would make my weekend and hit that like button. 
hit the like button, follow us on social media, give me a comment, make my weekend and give me a comment. What do you do with day sleepers? How do you handle this? What if your buyer is the day sleeper? So we've been talking about the seller is the day sleeper. What if the buyer, what do you do? Give me a comment. How do you work around this? Particularly, what if you have competing day sleepers with different shifts? This is hard. Now, now we're talking, <laughs> now we're talking about as hard as it gets. Because you've got competing day sleepers. You've got one of them maybe that says, you know, I'll stay up. We'll, we'll go take a, take a look at things mid-morning. Then I've got to get to bed. And the other person is, is saying, oh, no, I sleep mornings. Well, there may, there may have to be some kind of reasonable come to an agreement situation where maybe spouses go take a look and get that first look. There may need, need to be videos done. Maybe live, maybe live videos that the person can can look at quickly from bed and then go back to sleep, or just you know recorded videos. That's possible. There is so many possibilities. Here's what I don't want you to do: in a time of limited, very lowest in in recorded history, in a time of limited listings, I don't want you passing by a single opportunity not a single opportunity one more moment here while i sip some coffee this morning as you can tell i need i need a little more caffeine i need to get rolling this morning okay well who is it working for is the question when is their time off do they have time off Time off that's consistent. What you want to do is plan for consistency. Uh, the more with a day sleeper, including babies, the more consistent you can be, the better and happier you're going to make the people having to deal with that issue. Babies often sleep in schedules. Yeah, of course, very young babies, that, that that's tough. I'd like to hear your comments on this. How do you deal with very young babies? It's really hard. Have you thought about giving someone a hotel room somewhere? I know, we're, we're, we're not rich, right? But we have a good career. We can probably afford to give somebody a night out somewhere. You You want to do an open house and there's no other way around this? Have you considered simply giving them a package to go somewhere? That's an opportunity for you. And in this hot market, often all you need is one weekend. One weekend, bring 30 people through the house, get your offers in, boom, you're ready to go. Then you can start dealing with the inspections and appraisals and things like this. And th th these are onesies onesies and twosies that you can deal with once you have the offer in hand. But until then, you may need to do something to help them. You may need to step in with a solution that works for everybody. And that might include getting them out of the house. What might work for them? 
Ask them, do they have any business trips coming up? Can a business trip that they were planning be scheduled when you're planning to go live? It's possible. You know, asking, I I hate it when I don't ask the the right question. It's happened to all of us. You don't ask the right question, and all of a sudden someone says to you, oh, yeah, we were out of town last weekend. No, we were planning to go live next weekend. We could have went live during the weekend that you were out of town and we would have had access to the house in a freer manner, particularly if you have a day sleeper or a baby or a home worker. If you have these conditions going on, you need to have the conversation. Open the line of conversation for scheduling early in the process. If you were the listing broker, this needs to be opened up very early in the process. Now, sometimes you can you can get a nice consistent schedule going on where they will allow consistently until 11 a.m. or noon or something, and they're going to sleep the rest of the day. Or they get their sleep early and they'll allow showings after 3 o'clock or after 4 o'clock. So if you can do consistent scheduling of that type, you're golden. No problem. People, the market will work around you. You won't leave a house on the table that is go- just because they're a day sleeper. It's going to be okay. But finding that routine, whether you're dealing with a buyer or a seller, finding the routine and understanding your client's routine. And by the way, take notes. You've got to take notes on this. Without notes, none of us can remember it all. I would like to say that we could, but you have a lot of clients. And a lot of clients means that's a lot more to remember on minute detail. The granularity is what counts here because the granularity is what's going to make your client say, wow, they were really paying attention to me. This was not a harmful process at all. This process was much easier than I ever thought that it would would have ever been. That's how you want to be remembered. Remember, just yesterday in the show, we were talking about buyer's remorse. You you don't want to be remembered for the remorse part. You want to be remembered for how easy you made the process. And if you're dealing with day sleepers, this is often looked at as a stumbling block to either selling the house or getting someone, a buyer, into a house. Because how do you navigate somebody's busy life? How do you begin that navigation process? Well, it all starts with a conversation and not dragging people to everything that ever existed. Even though right now, there's very limited inventory. But still, you want to take them to the places that are the most likely. And that is going to take a deeper conversation. One more moment for a sip of coffee. Okay, so scheduling showings in the evenings. This is when your bulk of your of your people are going to want it. This, I mean, just, just be real here for a second. 
scheduling showings that if you can pull it off, that you have consistent evenings, whether it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, always try to get one weekend day if at all possible, or, or if maybe it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like this. If you can do consistent at least evenings, you're going to be hitting the bulk of the population of when people want to look at home. Now, they look at homes all day long. I Starting from 9 a.m., I've had clients that they want to get out of the gate and boom, they are out there and they want to be looking at homes at 8 a.m., 9 a.m. They, they want to be out there right away in the morning. I mean, they, they are morning people. I would meet them with a cup of coffee at the first place. I'd bring a thermos of coffee or I'd bring a Starbucks carafe of coffee. And you know we'd have our first cup of coffee outside a house or something. And that can be a lot of fun. But if you're looking at day sleepers and you can do a consistency, people will work. Even the people that want to hit you with that Starbucks coffee first thing in the morning, they will still work with you if it's a house that fits their budget, has the bedrooms and bathrooms in the school district and the area of town they want to be in, they'll work with you. But plan. You In this market, you do not want to miss an opportunity. Missing an opportunity right now, it may be the only opportunity for that exact type of house for quite a while. Because right now, with our limited inventory, there's not a lot of things coming around that duplicate. In other inventory times, there may be 10 of, of, of that type of house scattered around that neighborhood. Maybe. You know, it, it can be that good. But right now, you're lucky if you find the one. The one house. And so you don't want to miss it. So how about weekends? What, what about really going for it? You've got a day sleeper. You've got babies. You've got a mix. You've got an active family. So with active families and babies are involved and you have home workers, now you really may want to negotiate yourself into a weekend opportunity and ask them, can we put you in a hotel somewhere on a Friday, Saturday? Can we help negotiate? Whether you're paying for it or not, maybe you can do the negotiation for it. Have that conversation. Let them do a getaway to the beach. Let them do a getaway to the mountain. Have them go somewhere that's fun for them while you take advantage of doing the hard work of getting the huge amount of people that want to come through that home and take a look at it. Now, you can sell this to them by telling them it's like a retreat. It's a retreat. It's a getaway. So a hotel, a getaway, a retreat, selling it to the family in that light, it can be fun for them. It can be fun for the kids. Because let's face it, these are stressful times. Having them get away for a retreat can be part of lowering the stress on the family. And if you are dealing with an active family, that they have a variety of things going on in the house, it may be the one ticket that can stamp your hand for this because you're putting it together and you're going to make it happen in a weekend. And with a seller's market that we have going on right now, it actually can happen. We're having things sell 
Within an hour of posting, we had one sell actually within the hour of going live. We had it, an hour. People said, I want to see it immediately. They went and seen it. Offer came in and boom, it was sold. Within an hour of going live. That is, that, that, does it get any hotter than that? You put your sign up. We had people wanted to see it before you went live. We said, no, no, the sign's going up. It's scheduled to go live the next day. The next day, we had people waiting. That's how hot it can be. But you need the opportunity. So what you're trying to explain to your client is all about opportunity, giving them a retreat, giving them an opportunity to get away while you do the heavy lifting and the hard work. That's okay. That's what we're in the business for. No one said this was an easy business. Nobody ever said, oh, come to real estate. You, you won't do it. If they said that, they were lying, by the way. You can also send people on camping trips of all kinds. You can send people out there to do all kinds of things that can be fun for the family that they're not busy thinking about what they have to, what's going on back at home. Think about making it a respite situation where they can actually get away. Okay, going live with, with, with your place needs to be a plan. So you're representing the seller. Don't randomly go live. I mean, sometimes you've got a single owner or just it's just a young couple, no problem, and they can come and go anytime they want. But if that that's different. But if you've got a family and you've got day sleepers and babies and homeworkers involved, the going live needs to be a big plan. There needs to be a launch date and a plan for it that people will be able to come. You got to know this. As soon as you go live, people are going to want to get in that house. So go live at the right moment in time. All right. It is Friday. We're building your business bigger than ever imagined before. We have down here in our banner, we have a, a program called Kickstarter. I just want to remind you of our Kickstarter program. If you don't have the leads that you need, and I'm talking leads that are listers and buyers, this is exactly what we help you do in our program. We also have one-on-one -on -one coaching to build your business, six-digit incomes, no problem. We will build your business larger than ever imagined. And just to prove this, we have a 100% money back guarantee on our programs. We know what we're talking about. We've coached people for years. We can help you take your business to a height never imagined before. You only think that you can take your business to full time. This is going to be full-time plus. You're going to have the income your family deserves. You're going to have the income you deserve. You got into this business because you love it. Now, let's learn how to have fun with it and make money. I want you to have a great weekend out there. I look forward to helping you build your business and ever imagined. I am your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily. Talk to you on Monday.